0: You're going to feel that vibrational love. And remember, we want to tell ourselves, like, you are worthy of all of this. You're worthy of everything that you've put on this board, um, everything that you're manifesting and what you want for yourself. You are worthy of all of it. And you just want to really feel that sense of love that you have put into it. The other piece of this that you want to really focus on are. What are the words that you put on this board? Are they words that live up to a higher vibrational energy that you would be feeling? So when you wake up in the morning, look at this and really feel it. Feel the power of what it is that is giving off. So you want to start your day with this. You want to look at this board. You want to feel it. You want to know that this is coming from your source, true self, and You want to feel the energy that is coming from it. When you go to bed at night, look at it again. Take take a few minutes and just look at it again and think about where is you're going, what it is that you're putting out into the universe, and is it feeling like it's radiating with you? Like, Is it really resonating with everything within you that this is what you want for your life and where you're going? As you do this, one of the things that we're going to think about is how do we get from our vision board to where we're going? So if you remember last week, I shared with everyone that my vision board many years ago when I was going through a divorce and I had kids that I was trying to take care of and things were really in a bad way, you know, financially it was in a bad way um there were a lot of things going on at the time that were very complex and it just wasn't about me it was about myself it was about the well-being of my children and it really was a a sense of not just urgency but a sense of this has to happen like there was no failure option at all like it has to happen And as I started to look at my vision board, I started to really realize like how much this of my life, when I looked at it, I started to look at what I actually put on the board and how much it meant to me. So there were words on there, for example, the word freedom. So I had been in this relationship over 20 years with the same man. And I was much younger when I got married and had my family early. And what I did is I, I grew up with this man. I had his children. We moved to different places. And when I started to recognize that my youth was gone because I had my children early I didn't allow myself to grow up. I didn't allow myself to learn about the things I was passionate about or what I wanted or give myself the opportunity to really explore what would make me happy. What were the things that made me who I was and truly made me be the person I am today? I kind of robbed my youth. Honestly, when I look back on it, and I'm not remorseful for that because it was part of my journey, it was part of where I was at at the time. And I have these beautiful, amazing humans that are part of my family, and I'm so grateful, you know, for them, for their love, their support. And when I look back at the whole experience, It was meant for me it was meant for me to experience all that because had i not experienced any of that i wouldn't be able to sit in the abundance of gratitude that i have for what i learned and that's the key thing often when we go through extenuating circumstances There's something that is being gifted to us that we are going to learn from and we're going to learn how to move forward and take what we've learned and use it in a different way. Again, it's that transformation process that allows us to become something that we didn't know we were becoming. I honestly can tell you I'm very grateful for all of my experiences. And when I look back on my life, I don't have the regret that I didn't do something or I should have done something differently or, you know, any of those thoughts, because I know I made the best decisions in the moment that I made those decisions, Were there trials and tribulations and things that I had to go through? Absolutely. When I was going through my divorce, I had to go from being at home with my children to working. And was that a transition period? Absolutely. Was it difficult and hard? Was it something that, you know, was unlike what I thought I was going to experience? Absolutely. But here's the thing, as we put out what it is that we want, we can continue to move towards it. In 2023, we are going to be experiencing a variety of things that are not unlike what we have already been experiencing. We're going to continue to move through a cycle of grieving because there will be more exposures of things that are uncomfortable, quite frankly. We're going to move through grief in the sense that there's going to be people that we are going to lose during this process. It may be people close to us, it may be people we know about. There's always going to be something that is going to create some sort of pain within us. But again, it's what do we do with this source of pain? So just like last week, you know, we can put it into an image, we can surround it in love, and we can dissipate it into a healthy way that it is becoming used for a tool of good, instead of creating a situation where it's defining us and taking away our ability to do more with it and to be more. So as we created our vision board, what is it that you think of when you think of your vision board? Is there some word that you can put on it? For a moment, just think about that question. You have this vision board. And I want you to pick just one word, whatever that word is, and then write that word down somewhere. Whatever that word is, I want you to look at it, and it's whatever's coming to you right in this moment intuitively. I want you to think about that one word. And is this a word that elevates you? Is this a word that? promotes a feeling of positivity in something that is promoting a higher state of your well-being. If it's not, then let's think of a word that actually is, because when we look at our vision board, we want this to really project the love and light within us that we want not only to come towards us, but we want to put out into the world. So we want to manifest what it is that we want for ourselves, but also to put out into the world. We want it to bring us into our peak being and we want it to stimulate us and literally reach us on a soul level that we can feel, truly feel and remember those elevations of heightened awareness of happiness, the happiness you felt when you celebrated your moment of achievement of of whatever that may be. What was it that you put on your vision board that you were able to achieve something that you are proud of? Maybe you climbed a mountain and you didn't think you were going to do that. I've taken many women As part of my retreats and part of self exploration, I've taken many women up the sides of rocks and mountains in the woods and did things with them that they had no idea that they could do. And they literally got to the top of the mountain and they said to me, I had no idea I could do this. I had no idea I could experience this. I was too afraid. So what are you afraid of? I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what it was going to feel like. And when they got to the top of the mountain, the journey up, there was uncertainty. There was fear. There was a manifestation of all kinds of negative thoughts going through them because they didn't know what they didn't know. And isn't that interesting Because just like last week when we talked about the first time you went to school, that feeling of uncertainty, not knowing what you don't know, you're experiencing it again. And some of that you might be feeling with your vision board. Maybe there is this truly outlandish, audacious, thing that you put on your vision board and you're telling yourself I can't do that that's not going to happen but you put it on your vision board so who says it cannot happen you put it on your vision board you put it into the universe you're asking for it so who says it cannot happen you're the only one who's in your own way if you told yourself you can't get up the mountain, then you've already proven yourself right because you've already decided you can't get up the mountain. When I take these women up the mountain, I'm not taking them up a white face mountain where we are doing extreme hiking and we're climbing and we're tethered with ropes and gears and crampons where you have to dig them into you know the sides of the rocks and things like that i'm not talking about that i'm talking about going on a trail there's some rocks you have to climb over some of these rocks but we're climbing a trail that's for not an extreme hike not an experienced hiker hike, but a moderate hike that even a child could do, quite frankly. But how amazing is it that people have already decided that they can't do something, so they've made a decision they're not going to do it. They're not going to try. They're too scared. So this is where We're gonna take our vision board and we're gonna revisit it and we're gonna look at it, really, really look at it. And we'll look at the words and we're gonna ask ourselves, is this what I envision for 2023? Is this on my radar? Some things may be already in the works and they'll be easily achieved. Some things might be harder And then you have these really aggressive, audacious things that you might have put on your board that, yeah, maybe it's out of the scope of right here, right now, within the parameters of the next 12 months. But irregardless of that, keep it on your vision board. Because if you're putting into the universe, you're already starting to transform your life, to take the direction of going in the direction that you're looking for and that you want. So keep it there because by all means, it doesn't hurt to ask. It doesn't hurt to put it out into the space and allow yourself to seek the opportunities with a subconscious awareness of what your end goal is. Let me repeat that. It doesn't hurt to put the awareness on a subconscious level of your end goal. And if that's your end goal, your subconscious will know that and you will start to make the micro decisions to elevate you to that space, place, and time, whatever that looks like. And again, it may not be in the next 12 months. It may take years for you to get there, but if you continue to make the micro decisions of what it is that you want, you will find your way, and the world will start to open up and help you design the journey and the path of where you're going. It's amazing to me how many people start off the new year with a resolution. Usually the resolution goes something like this. I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to, I don't know, stop drinking soda or whatever it may be. I mean, it looks like a whole bunch of different things. And you know people that make New Year's resolutions. And what do we also know about New Year's resolutions? They don't stick. Most people, they don't stick. You'll see an abundance of... A massive amount of people at the gym working out, doing their routines, all hell bent that they're going to lose weight. They're going to do this. They're going to do that because you know they overate during the holidays and didn't take care of their physical self, and decided that the way to undo it was to just get massive amounts of exercise in a short window of time and then what happens they get exhausted and it's not fun and they decide that they don't want to do it every day so now they're cutting back and then they're cutting back and then eventually they're not doing it again because that's their that's their normal that's what they've always done is it true of everybody no but for the majority it does it does show up as a truth that most people do not keep their New Year's resolutions. The difference with a vision board is that the vision board is working through you on your subconscious level. So if you are subconsciously making micro decisions every day, because your subconscious is helping you to make those decisions, then you are starting to change the DNA in your body that is allowing you to make these decisions that are going to be microscopic, but moving you in the direction that you want to be. So if that means losing weight, if that means getting your finances in order or making changes to elevate your personal development, whatever it may be. That's coming your way because, again, you're making these decisions on a different level, a different scale. My vision board that I created the year that I was getting a divorce, I look at that. I keep my vision boards, and I look at that vision board, and I can tell you that most of the goals that I had on that board, I attained. And it was astounding to me how many of those goals were gifted to me. And I say that gifted, gifted to me through opportunities that I would not have had on my own. And it just showed me the power of putting something out into the world space that was beautiful and that would help to elevate me elevate my family and I'm not talking in a way that is not of love and light I'm talking in a way that is productive and universally a way to promote kindness and just a sense of well-being for my personal self and for my children As I've evolved over the last several years and my awareness of my intuitive true self has developed over the last several years, which has gotten stronger and stronger in recent years, I'm more in awareness of my innate ability and gifts that I have that I can offer to people. And when I say this, it is more clear to me than ever that everyone needs to be operating from a soul self. And if your soul self is guiding you to go in a direction, it is important that you go in that direction because that's the direction you're being called. Again, using discernment, asking yourself if the direction is of love and light or if It's coming from the darkness. If it's coming from love and light and it's God-sourced, you know intuitively it's God-sourced. You need to go and follow the guidance of where it is you're being guided to because the world needs you in that space. As we continue on setting goals as I stated with your vision board, you can have a vision board that is very general or you can have a vision board that is more focused. So depending on which way you went with your vision board, either way is fine. It is yours. You own it. It's not something that anyone gets judgment over. Not even you. Like it's not even fair for you to judge your own vision board because This is where you are in your journey and you're exactly where you need to be in this moment in time. So when we think about goals, a really effective goal process is using the acronym SMART. Some of you may already know this acronym. You may have heard it with business or maybe it's new to you. But when we use the acronym SMART, It helps to keep you accountable and it helps to create measurement. So what we're looking at is the word SMART, S-M-A-R-T. So the S means specific. So when we have a specific goal that we want to accomplish, we're defining it. The who, the what, the where, the when, the why. The M is Measurable. We want it to be measurable. So we want to develop a criteria that is going to help us decide whether or not we've reached our goal of what it is we're trying to do. And then quantifying it. Are we plateauing? Are we pushing our limit higher? Like, what is it that we're doing? So it needs to be measurable. The A is for achievable. So we want something that is going to show that we actually can achieve this. It has to be something that is not so far out of our scope that we can't reach it. My I I, I have a story of my oldest and it was interesting because as a child, it was always I want to be a doctor. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a doctor. But what happened is the goal was so aggressive and so outside the limit, it was constantly like, let's bring it back to where you are today and know that there are steps to get to where you're going. But at the time, it was very hard to approach it with you have all these other steps, like you have to go to school, you have to graduate, you have to go through you know, more schooling and more schooling and then go through your boards and then you know be a doctor. Like there's a lot of other steps. You're not just going to overnight be a doctor. So we have to make sure our goals are achievable and we have to make sure that there's something we can actually actually reach. We can actually do it. We have the ability, we have the resources, we have what it is that we need to actually achieve these goals. The R for SMART means relevant. So we want to make sure that they are part of our goals and objectives as far as like what it is that we're doing. It has to be relevant to where it is we're going on our path. And it has to be in the scope of what it is that we want. And then finally, the T. The T is going to be time-based. So we want to make sure we're giving ourselves some sort of deadline. We want to break it down so that there is a specific timeline of when we're going to achieve this goal. And when we do this, this actually creates more of urgency. It creates more of accountability to ourselves. It creates a specific timeline that we're going to make sure that we're actually working and getting towards our specific goal that we want to achieve. And then we can look back and say, okay, do we achieve this goal? Do we need to look at other things that may have prevented us from achieving the goal? And then evaluating that, like, how can we make sure that we are on target for what it is that we want to do. Doing goal setting is not an easy thing for most people because most people are afraid of falling short on their goals. So what I want you to do in this moment is I'm going to challenge you. If you're able, I want you to stand up and I want you to put your feet so that they are the width of your shoulders apart so you want them to firmly support you your body and then I want you to take your arms and I want you to spread them out straight out so that they are pair well straight out from your shoulders to your fingertips like you're going to create a straight line and then I want you to just take a moment and When I say, I want you to twist your body to your right side and go all the way back as far as you can go. So on one, two, three, take your body, twist it back so that you're going all the way as far as you can go to your right side and then come back and then do it again all the way as far as you can go and then come back to your center and then twist it again and then come back to your center. Now, how far did you get? So maybe you were like halfway from from your twist, you were like halfway or maybe not even halfway. So wherever you were, just kind of think about that and keep that note in your head. Now I want you to close your eyes and I want you to see yourself twisting your body without actually doing it. So here we go, we're gonna see yourself twist it. And I want you to see yourself going farther than you did the first time. And then come back to center. With your eyes closed, see yourself going farther than you did the first time. Come back to center with your eyes closed. Just see yourself, don't actually move, just see yourself moving all the way back and then come back to center and then open your eyes. And now I want you to actually twist all the way back as far as you can go and then come back to center and then do it again come back to center and last time go all the way back as far as you can go and come back to center and what did you notice so for most of you you will have noticed that the power of your body to move with you visualizing where you were going and what you were doing, you actually were able to move farther than you did the first time. And this is how powerful the brain is. We are able to push ourselves to new limits and things that we didn't think we could do. And the reason I'm mentioning this is because this is what we can do with our own life. This is what we can do with the power of the brain and with our vision board and being able to look at our vision board in the morning, look at our vision board at night, and know that we are creating our future life and what it is that we want. With your goals, be specific, be measurable. Look at all the things that you can do and how you can attain them and give that time structure. Make sure that you're doing it in such a way that it is attainable. Next week, we're going to focus on the aspect of money. And a lot of people, they get very scared when it comes to finances because Some people aren't really sure what to do with it and how to go go about it. So that piece of it is going to play a key component in what is unfolding with the globe. So not too far off from the times when I created my first vision board, I was going through a divorce and we were in the middle of a recession in some really difficult global times. We're not too far from that kind of space in our current environment, which is why it was on my heart that I would do something to help each person with this particular part of their life. So with that said, I want you to think about constant and never-ending improvement. This is a Tony Robbins acronym called CAN I. C-A-N-I, and this is something that I put on every one of my vision boards, constant and never-ending improvement. Because when I think about my life and I think about transforming my life, I want it to be a constant and never-ending improvement journey. I want it to continue to build And to build and to build and make it the best possible life that I can create, whatever that means for me. Some of that is not going to be measurable by something people can see. Some of that is going to be on a soul level, a spiritual level. Some of that could be through transforming my body. Some of that could be transforming my thoughts as far as releasing any kind of negative beliefs or releasing generational trauma. There's a variety of ways that this can happen. But again, it is very important that We are looking at ways to continuously improve our well-being and build ourselves into this higher vibrational functioning that is of love and light and creating space to put this into the world with grace and gratitude. And the more that we do this on a collective, the more we will see this abundance and this frequency return to ourselves. When I look at the people I'm surrounded with today, they are not the same people that I used to surround myself with many years ago. And by no means is that an accident. What I started to notice is as I became my authentic true self, I started to break down a lot of barriers and a lot of walls that I may have had for a long time. And a lot of my yeses that weren't true to myself that I was just saying yes to for other people and didn't really feel that resonating with me. I was feeling like I have to be a pleaser and I have to say yes to somebody for a particular reason. A lot of those yeses started to turn into no's because I needed to take self-care And I needed to recognize that my soul self was in need of taking care of me and doing what it was that was right for me. I had to start tabling the things that did not resonate with me, that did not feel right to me. I had to start tabling the things that weren't in alignment with my direction or my true soul self. Did people judge me? Of course they did. Did people remove themselves from my life? Of course they did. The key component though is that you can still have grace and you can still love them, but if they have come on your journey for a period of time and you've outgrown them or they have outgrown you, With gratitude and grace, you can be mindful that they have served their purpose for where they were at that particular moment in time with you. But then once it's time for them to move on or for you to move on, it's okay because they were part of that journey for a particular reason. And as we go into the next part of the journey, You're going to meet new people. You're going to be exposing yourself to people who are going to continue to build and elevate you and push you to higher new limits for you to soar. And that is truly a gift. It's a gift to yourself and it's a gift to humankind. Because again, you're radiating light and love and you're bringing the vibrational frequencies to a higher level. So as we think about our big aggressive goals, keep them and be mindful of them that your micro decisions are moving you in the direction. Be an awareness of constant and never ending improvement. And be smart. Be smart and your goal setting techniques and know that your goals are in the process of moving you in your direction. There's a million and one questions on many, many things when it comes to directions of how to do something. And if you're struggling right now, with how do I take my vision board and how do I move it into the direction of creating a goal for what it is that I want? What I need you to do is I need you to pull out your journal and just start journaling. Just start releasing whatever thoughts are coming to you and just start journaling and journaling and getting this out. And then you will slowly start to see that there is a space in you that is resourceful. There's a space in you that already is intuitively guiding you into the direction that you need to go and is giving you answers. Everyone has this ability to tap into their source self and get this information, but you have to Put your intention out as far as what it is that you want. So, what I recommend is when you're journaling to create a safe environment for yourself. Light a candle if that's something that makes you feel comfort. Get yourself a cup of tea if that's something that helps you feel comfort. Get a warm, soft blanket if that's something that makes you feel comfort. Create a space that you feel safe in. And you can do this with all of your own tools that make you feel safe. Every single human on the planet has a toolkit that is unique to them. Their self-healing toolkit is something that allows them to feel the sense of safety. And for women, this is vitally important. But it gives you the sense of safety because it's personal to you. So there may be a color, a scent, a feel of a material. There's a variety of things. And what you need to do is you need to find it Within yourself and create that sense of safety for yourself and put yourself in that environment. For me, I love, love, love the feel of a soft blanket next to my skin. I want to have my cup of tea. My daughter loves the smell of roses and vanilla. So that was always her favorite scent. For me, I just like the smell of the fresh air. So if I'm sitting outside and I have the fresh air with a warm blanket, cup of tea, or you know something that is going to make me feel good, that's all I need. But for someone else, they may need a little bit more than that. They may need a space that is free of any clutter. They may need a space that... They are surrounded by their loved ones in pictures or what have you, something to that effect. Whatever it is you need, that's what you need to create. You need to create a sense of safety and a space that you can go to where you can put your timer on for five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and just freely journal all the thoughts that come to you even if it's the thought, I don't want to do this, write it down. Because once you write it down, you're releasing it out of your body. Once that's on paper, close your notebook. Don't look at it. Save it until the next day. Then go back to it and read what you wrote. And it doesn't matter if you wrote in crayon, and pencil, and pen, and magic marker. It doesn't matter what you wrote with. It doesn't matter if it's on the lines or not on the lines, if it's perfect, if it's not perfect. None of that matters. All you have to do is just get it out of the body. That's what matters. So getting out of the body onto paper. Once you have it on paper, and once you start journaling, you're going to start to uncover your subconscious thoughts, and it's going to bring you into a space of resourcefulness. And when you put your intention out there that you're seeking guidance for what it is that you need, you're going to start to find the answers. Again, we all have this ability. It's just tapping into it. And that is how you're going to tap into it is by getting in touch with your true self and your soul self once you've done that, you're on your way. You're on your way. You can do this. So get yourself into a good headspace. Think about your goals. Get them with your vision board and start going down the road of creating what it is that you want. Because in the end, Everything else that you've experienced to this point has been part of your journey, gifted to you. But then what is it that you're putting out into the world space? What are you gifting to the world? So again, tap into the love and light. Stay out of the darkness and move into a space that you are and your authenticity, and really resonating on what you're projecting forward. Next week, when we start talking about money, the financial source of money, this whole conversation is to help anyone who is struggling, to give them a sense of balance on their feet. By no means is this educational, well, it could be educational, but by no means is this advice. It's it's purely to help you, but it is not financial advice. It is to help you. So as a mother with children that was a single mother that understands that there's sacrifices and things that moms go through, I can tell you, my vision board was instrumental from getting me from being a single mother into getting myself into my home. My vision board was instrumental in helping me to attain my goals and get me to a different space and time. Because when I was going through my divorce, what I knew is that I didn't want to sit in that same space for a long period of time. I wanted to move through that space and get to a space where I had elevated myself with constant and never-ending improvement to be on the other side. Where you are sitting today does not mean that you have to stay there. You can move through it and get to another space. That is more congruent to what it is that you are looking for. And there's a whole element of change development that can happen that can allow you to do that. But are you in a space of gratitude where you can accept what's coming? Or are you going to hold on tight to things that aren't serving you anymore? and not allow yourself to move forward. These are the questions you have to ask yourself. You have to ask yourself, where am I sitting? Where do I wanna go? What am I learning? Am I learning from this? Am I going to give myself opportunity, love and grace to move forward? You have all these answers. Nobody can answer any of these questions. Only you can answer these questions. So look at your vision board, look at that beautiful picture of yourself that radiates and know that you're worth it. Know that you are worth it and know that you are worthy of everything that you're asking for. Know that you're worthy of the self-love. Know that you're worthy of whatever it is that you design your life to be. You get one life. And the best possible gift you can give to yourself and to everyone in the world space is to give your authentic self of love and light and be your best self, whatever that is. So next week, what I need you to do is I need to bring, I need you to bring with you your calendar. I need you to bring with you your notebook and I need you to get ready because we're going to dig in. We're going to dig into the tool of money and how we can manifest moving forward in such a unique way that is going to allow you to transform your life. Again, this is not advice, but this is educational. This is for you. And this is going to help move you in a new direction. Thank you so much for joining me today. This is Catherine Daniels with Retreat to Peace, asking you to live in love and light. And I hope that you're always finding your true authentic self in this journey of life. And as always, retreat to peace. I'll see you next time. Welcome back. I just wanted to jump in for a moment and share with you a quick story about my dear friend, Nolan Neal. I had the opportunity to meet Nolan a couple of times for a potential interview with Retreat to Peace. And for some of you, you may not know who Nolan Neal is. Um, Others, you may actually know who he is, but Nolan Neal was a Tennessee native in the United States and was taking a shot at stardom with America's Got Talent and The Voice. And Nolan performed this incredible song called Lost. And when he performed this song, it was just very, very moving for all of the judges and the audience. The, the, The powerful thing about this story with Nolan is that he was 26 years old and he was in the prime of his youth and getting his life started and his dad called him and told him that he was going to take his life and Nolan was very angry and said to him, how could you call me and say something like this to me? Very angry. Well, the next morning, Nolan found out that his dad did indeed take his life, and Nolan was 26 years old. So it profoundly changed Nolan's life. Um, Losing his dad by suicide, he he expressed that he didn't feel like he mattered very much, and he wasn't important enough for his dad to stick around. And he blamed himself. And in his grief, he focused on his music, and he eventually landed a record deal, and he thought that he was a rock star. He thought he was going to totally go to the top, and everything was going to be great. Well, the label decided to drop him, and in part because he was in the height of addiction, and when he was going through rehab and getting clean and sober, this dream that he had, he wanted to recapture it. So he wanted to get back on stage and do whatever it took. And for his America's Got Talent audition, he performed his original song called Lost, which he explained is the first song that he wrote since he was leaving rehab. It was a very emotional song. I remember watching Nolan perform and it was on my heart to reach out to him and when I did reach out to him we were trying to set up some interviews we didn't successfully record an interview because I did not feel that it was right to put Nolan in the world space in the way that he was showing up. Every day he would find happiness and finding someone that he could help that was in recovery. And he didn't think twice about lending out his telephone number, having someone call him at 3 a.m., just finding ways to help the other person that he was working with. And he did all that he could. And I remember how he expressed when he was on stage and he was performing in New York City, and he felt like he just wasn't in his true self because he was in this addiction. So the performers and judges told him that they need to go home. They weren't going to hire him. So he felt he felt like he didn't fit in. Um, if you get a chance, look for Nolan's performance of Elton John's Tiny Dancer. It will move you. But even more so... Find his song, Send Me a Butterfly. It is a profound testament of grief and what happens when we move on in our grief with having people that we lose. And how people come back and show a sign like, Send Me a Butterfly. There are angels everywhere. And... It's interesting as part of his send me the butterfly song it's all about that testament of having your angels showing up and how they're everywhere. Nolan was the most incredible bright light and most incredible human that I have come across and most people know that when you meet someone profound like that they just move you. So With his passing of suicide last year at age 41, I just wanted to take a moment to acknowledge his life and to let the world know that if you know anyone who is struggling, please find ways to help them. It was Nolan's Testament. His favorite number was the number eight because it literally was the sign of infinity. May you have a blessed day and Always keep in your heart all of the people you come across and how you can help them. During this time where we're losing a lot of people, it is important to do whatever we can to help each other and raise each other up to the highest possible vibration we can. Thank you for being with me. Have a beautiful week ahead. And this is Captain Daniels with Retreat to Peace, asking you to live your authentic life peace in peace and